Welcome, everybody, to episode two of Disney with the Ducks. Um, you've got Jeff and Carly, Kevin, uh, Chad, me, Lonnie G, and John Crawl. And today we're going to do uh, a run Disney update. Uh, we're going to do um, uh, a recap of the half and the full marathons for Dopey 22 that we just completed a few weeks ago. Um, and we're going to end with, of course, you know, quacking up with the ducks. Quacking with the ducks. Quacking up with the ducks. So, yeah. uh, Jeff, if you want to go ahead and... Um, and give us that run Disney update. All right, coming up next is the Princess Half Marathon weekend, which is February 24th to 27th, followed by the Run Disney Springtime Surprise, which is March 3rd to April 3rd, which our own Lonnie is going to be participating in. And then that finishes out the 22 season. And then in the fall, we start the 22-23 race season with the Wine and Dine, November 3 to 6, Marathon weekend, January 4 to 8 of 2023. And if you're DVC people, make sure you got your rooms because you're inside your 11 month window now for that. And then we have Princess Weekend of 23 is February 23 to 26. And the Springtime Surprise of 13 to 16th of April. You're already calling it the Springtime Surprise again. Yep, it is. So no chance that Star Wars is coming back. Doesn't look like it. I think it's a dead in the water. Man, might as well lose this if Star Wars is not coming back. So. And if you're going to take your helmet off, you're no longer a Mandalorian, apparently. So, um, but you remember, Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. <laughs> we had the same uh, we, conversation. We, we, can, we can debate that. We can debate that off screen. <laughs> um, you know, that'll but, be on the next episode. We will debate. Yeah, right. our Disney Plus episode. There we go. Well, one thing I forgot whenever when I when I opened up is I just want to thank everybody who watched our episode, our first episode, episode zero, and is joining us for this episode. We really appreciate the support. Uh, thank you, everybody who has liked um, the Facebook and the Instagram pages, liked the the YouTube video, and just thank you for joining us. Thank you for supporting us in this. So much. This is a huge undertaking, and I think we're all excited and nervous and we just want to put out good stuff for you guys to listen to so thanks Definitely. for appreciate you i just want to have i just want to have fun with you guys so if if, if all right. that other stuff happens and that's good too you know yes for sure so are we ready to start talking about this craziness that was <laughs> dopey and marathon weekend and all kinds of all kinds of running and tired legs yeah let's do it yeah, yeah. i think we are Right, so I think we're gonna start with the half breakdown, right? Okay. Yeah, that's a nice So let's start talking arrival. I know all of us stayed in kind of different locations that had different transportation for the half. No, I know with us, the half changed. You guys may remember in the 5K, 10K, we were on buses coming from um, the Bay Lake Tower, but for the half and the full marathon, the Magic Kingdom area resorts were on the monorail. So we actually, the buses were not running. We had to take the monorail from the contemporary over to the TTC, switch over, and then come through into the front of Epcot. So were you guys the same from your locations? Were you buses for all four days? Yeah, you know, we uh, we stayed at Pop. Uh, we made the decision that that would, that would be probably the best place for us, number one, just for after running activities. We want to be on the Skyliner. Uh, um, and you know, the buses, you know, kudos to Disney on this. The buses were, um, you know, we walked out and it, and literally there was a line of buses down past the entrance. So we didn't wait a, a long at all. They weren't packed. Uh, as soon as we got to the front, um, we just hopped on the bus and we're on our way. Uh, and unlike the last marathon weekend when the bus driver got lost and I ended up having to run to the corral, we got there in a lot of time for this one. So yeah, I think Disney driver. did a good job with the transportation. Mm -hmm. I think the bus, this is probably one of the best um, managed bus systems that they had that, that they've had at any marathon weekend that I've been part of. Very now, Kevin, Lonnie, Jean, you guys have all done run Disney and marathon weekend before, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Had you ever done marathon weekend before? I have not. Nope. I've only done princess before this. Okay. Chad, how about you? I did it. I did, I did the 10K uh, in 2020. Okay. For for us, it was it was brand new. Like, we've never done a Run Disney event before. And when Jeff kept saying, oh, like, we got to be on those buses. We've got to be on those buses. There's all these busing issues. 
we got down there and we were the very first people on the very first bus and we waited for 10 minutes for a bus to get there and then i was like there are like seven other people on this bus with us what are we doing <laughs> but as the weekend went on i feel like yes okay we needed to get to it wasn't necessarily a busing issue but we wanted so badly to get to epcot early so that we could hang out i mean yeah, i think that's smart right i mean you, you you definitely don't want to be rushed to get on that last bus this was the first year that all the races started at five uh, for 2020, and Kevin, I know you're there. I know we were supposed to start, I think, at 5:30, but we ended up yes. not starting till later because uh, transportation transportation issues, right? So people were yes. stuck trying to get through the line, so Disney couldn't start, and basically it was one mass start. Uh, it just was getting people out the gate. Uh, we call that the Great Hades event because it was hot <laughs> as the sun on that, that pool. But oh, I think this time. Uh, to Kevin's point, it, it was spot on with the transportation. I think about, I mean, this time, you know, in 2020, the buses dropped off where they typically did, used to for the 5K and the 10K. Uh, this time they changed to the new, you know, where you typically get dropped off at the bus drop off for Epcot for the parks. So that's changed. That was the first time they've done that that I know of. Um, and it, a little bit longer walk, but I think it worked a lot better to get the buses mm -hmm. out of the way of the course got them plenty of time to get out of the way so we could start and, and have plenty of room. So yeah. So the arrival was pretty much pretty dramatic easy. free. There, yeah. I mean, there's no drama at all. So that worked pretty well. Um, what did you guys think about corrals? I know we were all in three. So we were pretty fortunate that we had a high corral for the third and the fourth races of the days, knowing that the blue leaves are going to be coming up behind us. But so, the corral walk was interesting. Yeah. So the corral walk, I'll add this as kind of a veteran tip of that you don't get with the five and 10K, you have much longer walk. I actually went in today, being an engineer that I am, I measured on the map, actually how far <laughs> we walked. Um, I was in the 50s uh, at, at uh, Pop Century. So it was about a third of a mile to the bus, about a mile from the bus to the staging area, and then 1.2 to the corral. So by the time, before you even begin, you've already walked almost two and a half miles. So yeah. it's pretty, two and a half miles on your feet before doing 13.1, you have to be very careful, so. Kevin, you should have yeah. did another loop and you could have got another 5K medal, probably, if you'd ask. Exactly. <laughs> you got two exactly. Um, yeah, you know, uh, another, if you want to give a tip, we stayed in the, the 800 building. Um, now that's kind of, far away from the lobby, but you know, when you look at it on the map, but actually we were able to walk out of our building across the parking lot and we we're at the buses in under five minutes. Uh, and you can, yeah. yeah, straight shot really. So the first time we were, you know, we were good. We walked in the sidewalk and ran around. And I'm like, the second time I'm like, man, I'm, I see the bus right there. I'm going straight through the parking lot. So we just yeah. went to the parking lot and it was and so, all Lonnie's idea to go straight across the parking lot. <laughs> Look, if, if can, I can eliminate some steps, I'm going to eliminate them, especially since we're running 13 and then, you know, and look, I got to get up to Gene because for the full marathon, we got to the bus and, you know, and he looked down and he says, man, I left my bib in the room. <laughs> I was about to say that. I mean, we were close enough that I could go back to the room and we, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, yeah. we didn't miss any, we didn't lose any time. The bus hadn't moved, you know. So you got gotten on the bus. You got an extra five k metal, Gene, because you ran back to the room and came back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's the thing they changed this year with with the busing. You guys have said it's it's been a lot smoother. I think Run Disney learned a lot of lessons from last time they had the event in 2020. But the people running it have learned as well, right? That we need to get there early, need to get on the buses, that type of thing. So it went a lot smoother because you didn't have as many people running to the bus stop trying to get on that last bus and and getting there late. So I think that was a big thing, but yeah, Lonnie, I stayed I, probably close to you guys then because I was in the '80s building as well, um, and it, it was great. I would stay mm -hmm. there again for sure next oh, yeah. race because it was so, so easy. I've stayed at at Pop for every marathon weekend, and the '80s and '90s buildings are absolutely the best as far as you know distance to the to the bus. So yeah. uh, being in the '50s for the first time, it was a little bit longer walk, but you know, and they're not preferred rooms. Uh, this is another good tip. So use in the 80s, it's actually not preferred, so you get a better rate. 
Um, and, you know, all of them are refurbished, right? So they're pretty good. So I recommend the 80s for it. We'll definitely do it again. And you go the back way to get to the Skyliner to get to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, and if you really haven't been... Far, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you're really not far from the food hall and everything else. No. Right? no, no. It's it's yeah. It's, it's a nice it's a nice location there. That's a good tip because typically you would think, okay, preferred room, it's closer to you know, the, the main building and that's where you'd want to be. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And, and if you hadn't been in a while and you walk in the room and you see one bed and you don't realize <laughs> that there's a Murphy bed, I mean, that could, you know, that could cause some, you know, funny stuff, whatever, however you want to look at it. I feel like there's a story there. <laughs> and, you know, it, 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 we walked in, I hopped on the bed, I said, this is my bed. Gene sent a picture to his wife. I'm not even gonna say what her response was. She was just like, "What?" I'm just, just like, what? "No." What he what he said was, "Hey, look, I want to save some money, so I just got one. I just got one bed. That's all right." I was like, "Come on, bro." So he he sat on the bed and he was patting patting the bed like this. And I sent I sent a video of that to my wife, and she's like, "I've been since they remodeled them. I know there's a Murphy bed." You know, so she wasn't she wasn't that amused. But it's pretty funny. She's, she's like, I am not entertained. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so I guess <laughs> the next logical step is to talk about all the craziness before actually getting to the corral and and the race. Oh yeah. I feel like that's where I. I mean. I thought, okay, we're getting up, we're getting there this early. The race doesn't start till five. What in the world are we gonna do from, you know, probably like two thirty, three o'clock until five o'clock? That's insane. But that was one of my very favorite parts of every single day was all the time spent before you even walk to the corral, just sitting around, drinking a cup of coffee, shivering like crazy some of those mornings. And <laughs> shivering. I was definitely shivering. Like, I was wearing a, a mylar every day. It's like I've got a pro tip on that too. What's your pro tip? Okay, so even whenever you think it's going to be milder weather, always bring, and we'll probably talk about this in a future podcast, on packing, what to pack, how to prepare. You never know what's going to happen Disney weather during January. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, having some warmer gear, ponchos for the rain, mylar blankets each morning. Um, yeah. You know, just being prepared, having that there. That way you don't have to do what we saw as we were walking to the corrals one morning. Um, a guy had a uh, a uh, resort towel wrapped around. And, uh, <laughs> I remember that. We don't have to commit larceny. Um, for- <laughs> <laughs> My pro prepared. Jet- for the cold days, if you do the 5K, you can pick up plenty of clothes the rest of the week. That's correct. Right. For all the other races. Because right. everybody just throws their stuff off to the side. So you have a whole wardrobe for your next three days of races. There you go. You're yeah. all good. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but that, that's a very good tip, Kevin. I mean, we've we've been fortunate enough. This was a great, you know, the weather was perfect. Uh, our first movie. I think Gene remember, man, it was freezing that first dopey. And uh, man, we mm-hmm. were just, I was like, I don't think I warmed up until, it's fun. I think we started, it was in maybe in the 20s or low 30s. 18 uh, on our wind. Yeah, 18, and it was in, in 2018, and it was freezing. And I think for the fool, it was really nice, right? I mean, it was really cold when we started, but then by the time we got, you know, the sun came up, Around nine o'clock, it was it was a perfect running weather. But this one was kind of warm, and twenty twenty was warm. So I tell people, you know, just come ready for anything. I didn't shed any clothes any of those races. Like I brought throwaway clothes. I didn't I didn't throw anything. I mean, I wore it all the whole time. I was freezing the whole time. Mm -hmm. Really? He has thin skin. (laughs) Does that come with age? Oh, see? Oh, okay. Right. See, that's the thin skin part right there. So you, you heard it feel like. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, now the gloves. It's going to be like that. <laughs> so, any other before race stuff that we want to talk about? 
I, I do think the one thing that's changed from anybody who's run races in previous years is the corral placement now. Mm-hmm. It no longer has the two hour and, and 20 minute or so half cutoff. It's now, what, two hours for the cutoff. Sub-two. And then everyone else, yeah, sub two hours um, for your half marathon proof of time. So right. if you're out there trying to get a proof of time, make sure that that's what you're pushing towards if you want to get one of those earlier corrals. But I think, Carly, you mentioned it earlier. I think all of us were in S3, right? How did that S3? happen? Um, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're signing up, make sure you put in the time that you think you're going to run. But there, it seems like they're going off of that mostly, right? Everybody who put around a five-hour or so time ended up in S3, and then they kind of backed up from there. Mm. I, I, hope no they, I hope they don't go back and check because I put hours like, at all. Had no intention of it. I, I, I put it. I'm sorry, Disney. I lied. I had no intention. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I put one minute. Like if the cutoff was two hours, I put two hours and one minute. Um, yeah. I don't. I, mean, I hope they don't go back and check. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it worked out for all of us though. So that, it did. We got to meet each other, right? So they did right. work exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. So what are some of the highlights we're thinking from the race itself? So we've got the arrival down, we've got the corrals, we got our long walk-in, we're in a half marathon, race takes off. What are some of the highlights we're looking at for this? Uh, you know, I think they did a real good job with spacing out the, the starts. Um, you know, um, one thing I think you can tell is usually if you've been in those corrals a long time, you kind of hear the, you know, John and them do a real good job of kind of pumping up the crowd, but it's usually the same thing over and over. We didn't have to hear that a lot, right? They they had us going at what a, you know maybe a two minute ninety second clip or something like that. We were we were out and we were going, um, and I think they were very efficient with that. Um, just how they kind of and, and for one race, I think we were lucky. We kind of they ran the tape right in front of us, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. we had a picture of that, right? So we were, we were like, hey, we're starting off. Here's the tape, uh, but I think they did a, the announcers did a great job of getting everybody off and motivated. The DJ did in the morning. Um, I think it was one of the best, you know, starts that I think I've had in, in a run Disney I, event. I really totally good. agree. I totally agree. You know, um, nobody's mentioned this yet, but, you know, obviously we, we met in, in the corral and um, we met because of, you know, the Be Our Guest podcast running, running group. And um, that's one of several running clubs, running groups. Um, and, and I just, I can't say enough good things about that particular one. I, I'm not a part of another. I'm sure there are other good ones as well. But I mean, that for me, that makes the beginning part of the race, Carly, that you talked about, you, you enjoy so much. I mean, we, we already have pre-made friends. You know, That's we have people we can get together with. We have people, you know, you just, just look for the, the bright yellow, green, chartreuse, whatever colors. And you just go to that and there's people to talk to. There's people to hang out with. There's you know, people you've met before at previous races. And then when you get in the corral, we tend to gravitate towards each other. That's what, that's what happens. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, there's a lot of cutting up and a lot of, a lot of laughing, a lot of jokes and a lot of, you know, everybody's nervous before these races. And, and that kind of helps with, with all that. Um, and it just, it makes it so much better. It's a, it's a great way to start the race, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the lizards is the best group, uh, but I don't know if you guys picked it up. This guy actually said chartreuse. When the, did you think you would start See, anywhere in a podcast? You would throw that out, but no, only seriously. only a bass fishing podcast. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's that's where it's. I mean, that's yeah. yeah How else we get that color? But but yeah, I think Watermelon we all season. met because of lizard. <laughs> and, um, you know, the the thing about it is, um, you know. They say when you're a lizard, you never run alone, and that's that's true. In every Absolutely. park I've went, I've gone to certain. When Gene stood me up and said, "Lana, you got to go yourself," <laughs> and I've gone to different races, I've always ran into a lizard. Um, you know, Paris, right? You go out there. This guy named Johnny Lincoln uh, from you know he's from England. He ran with us, right? He was a lizard. Uh, you know, he was like, "Hey, man, let's hang out." I mean, so there's, you know, um, another lizard, uh, Juliana. She ran with us there. You never run alone. So, good tip, Jeannie. Find a good running group. I do recommend the lizards. Um, yep. Every guy, everybody on this screen is a lizard. Uh, lizard for life, right? So, uh, but find it because then you have that support structure that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, yep, and for I'm sure. happy we talked about it in the 5K, 10K episode, how we all met up, but. The half was, 
I never thought I would finish the half marathon. I actually never even intended whenever I went down because of an injury to even start the half. But I, I remember thinking before the half, like, oh my gosh, the guys that I ran the 5K and 10 they're amazing guys, but like, I didn't want to hold anybody back. I didn't want anybody to, you know, not go out and run the race that they wanted to run just to feel like, oh, I've got to drag her across the finish or I, I want to be a good person and help out. And I got there and I was like, eh, if they want to run with us, they'll come and find me. And you you all did. You Before the race even started, everybody was like, hey, we're running together, right? Like, And it, it was, I'm, I'm typically a shy person. So it, it was weird for me to be like, yes, I want to run with people, but all of the miles we had to sit down before this podcast and write out things because I was like, I don't really remember any of what I saw because I was so busy having conversations yeah, yeah. with Absolutely. each of you yeah. that was way more entertaining than like, I mean, I remember I saw the castle. I remember running, you know, under the, the toll booth sign. But other than that, I'm like, did we go through new fantasy land? I think we did. I, think I have a picture in front of Sebastian. I'm not sure because I was way more focused on all of the fun conversations and, mm -hmm. and what was going on with us as a group, which again, I think really plays into that, have somebody to run with because it's yeah. going to make those miles fly by. Absolutely. And this is, this is the first time that I've ever uh, done a Disney race completely solo. So it, for me, it was really hard to kind of go down and just and just let you know let happen what's going to happen. Go meet up with everybody and start meeting people. That's very hard for me, but you guys made it so easy. And I wouldn't have changed it a single thing. Loved every minute. And, and that's one of the great things I think about a running group in general, but specifically the lizards. Right? Is we could do that. Like I came down by myself too. I had never met anybody in this group other than Jeff and Carly previously. Um, and, and I mean, it was so seamless running with you guys and, and the, just the conversations and having somebody there to pull me along. Right. And it was just such a great experience because we had that kind of bond, I guess, before, even though we had never met. And that was the great part about it. And it made those miles really, really fly by. Yeah. So do you guys have some highlights, the things that just kind of stood out for you guys and like these major things that happened in the race that makes it more memorable for you? <laughs> the thing I was looking forward to was basically a, a steakhouse 71 reservation. So I was like, we gotta get to go inside and get this steakhouse. But no, seriously, um, you know, it's, it's just running with you guys, right? Um, I had an injury right before um the race uh two injuries and then i didn't i couldn't train as much because i had some personal stuff um going on with my father and stuff like that so i, I came to the, the race just you know saying hey i'm going to give it my best but you know i may not and i get it done but i think from having a conversation with you guys it, it became less of running and more of just us getting to know each other and by the time the race was over, I mean, you probably remember, I was running around like a crazy person at the mile 12, like running to different pitchers, zigzagging across the course. So, uh, you know, it, it was being able to kind of work through that injury. Cause I, I remember telling Gene, I said, you know what, this is probably gonna be a hard one for me because of my knee. Um, but um, it didn't bother me at all. Um, loved the conversation. Um, so I think the whole race, I, I was surprised at how we did, right? And then the fact that it was just so enjoyable. What about you, Kevin? What was your main highlight from the half marathon? Probably, um, you know, going into it, I'm, I'm like Lonnie. I had, you know, I had COVID back in the fall. My, my training got completely derailed. Um, I was so concerned about being able to even cross the finish line. Um, so, Going into it, I just I just wanted to um, to be able to push through it and do it. And then once I got with you guys, um, that was all the motivation I needed. I felt like there was nothing that could stop me. Um, we fed off of each other's energy the whole the entire race, um, and it just that's what pushed me through that. And and just seeing uh, some of our friends on the course cheering us on. I mean that 
there's nothing like I know I know that everybody talks about going into um, uh, Main Street and seeing the castle. I mean that the first time I did that, not gonna lie, it was tears, a little bit of tears. But uh, this time it was right after the contemporary, right around the TTC, going and seeing all the lizards just there cheering. I mean, that was just such a big boost. I mean, one thing after another. And, and this time it was not as much about the about what Disney provided. It was about the people that I got to run with. And um, you guys were just, you guys carried me the whole way. Mm -hmm. Carly, do you have a highlight? Oh, gosh. I mean, I could sit and name some cool things. It's our first Disney race, so I was really looking forward to running under the Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom sign. I was really looking forward to seeing the castle the first time. And honestly, I remember running through the castle, um, and we had talked that that was like my goal was to get to mile six so that I could run through the castle. And I remember going down the ramp and Jean was in front of me and I was bawling and Jeff was like, you did it, you did it. And then I was like, okay, I think I can do it. And then there's this huge long stretch when you come out of Magic Kingdom where there's just nothing. <laughs> I wrote down on my note, I called it the long stretch of death. <laughs> I, I mean, we were having good conversation, but my feet hurt, and it was past any training that I had done in probably a year at that point. And so we're getting to the point where I'm like, I'm tired, my feet hurt. I felt like I was seeing people from like Corral 6 pass me, and I was paying attention to, to their corrals on their bids. And I remember going around the overpass turn and I'm crying. I'm like, guys, just leave me. I'm, I'm going to hold you guys up. I'm going to hold you up. And Lonnie's like, look, look out there. Wait until we get around this turn and look out there. And he stopped me and he's pointing down the, the way we had just come from. And he's like, you can't even see the end of it. You don't even see balloon ladies. There's, there's masses of people. And I was like, there are okay i can do this and like my feet still hurt it wasn't magically everything felt better but i did get like a little more motivation to get across that finish line and those are the moments i remember it's not the characters it's not mm. the castle it's seeing gene's face look at me when i i made it through and jeff's face and you know having the conversation with lonnie and kevin and chad talking me through and you know making sure i felt motivated that's that's what stuck out. That's what will make me continue going down for run Disney races. How about you, Chad? What do you think? Yeah, I, I hope I'm in line. I thought that I was going to drop at mile eight. And I, I think Carly said you were, and I looked over and you were like, I'm going to do it. I said, well, he's going to do it. I'm That's what got me through. Carly, um, and everybody, you know, for, for me, you know, you mentioned earlier, you talked about you wanted everybody to run the race that they wanted to run. Let me tell you something. My the highlight, I, I've, I've you know, when I've told anybody that would listen about running this, I talked about you at the, during the half and, and running through um, the castle and you being emotional and, you, you know, I don't remember exactly what you said. I thought it was something like I haven't, you know, I didn't think I would make it this far or something like that. And... Um, and then whenever, you know, crossing the finish line, that for me, that's the race that I want to run. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, absolutely. That, that nothing motivates me more than like, I struggle just like everybody else, but like for me to be able to see somebody else do it. And, and if, if I was able to help at all, you know, if I was able to say a kind word or something, you know, that is, you know, that's, that, that's what makes it the race that I wanted to run. You know, definitely. Yeah. God, I love you guys. Yeah. You know, you know I said this right quick. Uh, and Gene referenced this uh, last on our last recording, our last get together. But when we ran in 2018, there was a there was a lizard, and she she said, "Hey, do you mind?" And we started because there was a uh, it was a you know we we all dressed up for the 5K because we were raising money for charity, and somebody was raising money, and they said, "Hey, if I raise this amount, I'll dress like this." And if you if I raise this much more, then 
I'll get, you know, this other person to dress up. And she kept throwing people in there. And then she's like, she, she threw Jean in there. She threw me in there. So we were dressed up uh, as Little Mermaids, um, you know, for, the, for that first 5K, right? And I was like, I don't dress up, uh, but I dressed up because it was for a good cause. Well, we ended up kind of running with her for, you know, the, the 10K and then the, the half and then the full. And I never forget, we were probably at mile, what, Jean, 12? We're at mile 12. And she looked at us and she says, wow. She said, I didn't think I would make it this far. And me and Jean's like, what you mean? She's like, my last run was in November, like the first week of November, and I only ran 12 miles. <laughs> and literally, so I looked at Jean, I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. She said, but you guys got me, I, I, I can make it. And I was like, well, yeah. And then that motivated us too. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, golly, you know, and uh, she's gonna actually run next year because um, we stayed in contact with her. She's, she's an awesome lizard. Um, and and she, you know, we're looking forward. And that's one of the reasons I'm like, Gene, we got to run because we got to, we don't want to leave her behind and let her go without us. So um, it goes back see, to see what he does. You see how he does that? <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. I gave you props. <laughs> but still, but, but literally, but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you make these relate these, these friendships that develop into relationships. Um, really close friendships and, and you're right you know it's that's the race Gene's point we wanted to run it was the run the race we wanted to run with her because we were like you know what and you remember Kevin that's when you had to go through wide world of sports and oh, run the bases and yeah. all that kind of stuff and awesome. you know I remember saying this is like it was literally crazy running out there and then having to run back um and and yet still we're like you know you know, we're not leaving you. We're going to run this race. This is us. Right. We're all going to cross this finish line together. We that's started right. together at the 5K, and we're going to finish this full together. And uh, and that's what it's about. It, it makes it makes it worthwhile because, you know, and nothing against people that go out for a time and run a marathon in two hours, like that lady that won, right, all the races. You know, kudos to her. Yeah. I don't go to Disney that's to try right. to run yeah. and get a PR. That's not no. me. I can get a PR at a local race. I go to Disney for the friendships. That's right. To, to, to I, I get to develop. I, I I go for the just the fun and the camaraderie. That's what it's about. And, and the medals. You're, and you're the, about me the medals. And the medals are pretty awesome. And yeah. the medals. Yeah, Carly. Um, we're, I don't want to. You know, I'm not going to go off on a, a tangent on this this podcast. But uh, after the first time I ran Dopey, I sat down at the airport. Lonnie and I didn't travel together that time. I had you know time to myself, and I sat down and I just kind of went through and wrote down all these sort of. Um, I don't know. It was just, uh, I don't know, just thinking through um, all the life lessons that, that I learned and that like, like I could carry over into that I could pass on to somebody else or carry over into other parts of, you know, business, my life, whatever. At some point I'll share that, but part of it is do it with people and help people and let them help you because it's such Absolutely. a big part of it, you know? Yeah, it really is. Sorry, go ahead, John. Oh, I was gonna say it really is. It makes the experience so much better. I mean, I came into training for this thinking, you know, I wanted to hit a certain time and I was mm -hmm. on track to hit the time. And I, when I got injured, I was so frustrated, right? Yeah. That I'm not going to meet the time I wanted. This is going to be a bad experience. But then meeting all you guys, I, I honestly think the injury I had made this a much better experience overall because it, it forced me to slow down and just enjoy it and, and talk and get to know each other and laugh and develop the DuckTales woohoo chant, right? I mean, yeah. all of this stuff wouldn't have happened if if I wouldn't have met this group and, and been able to run the experience itself and, and run a different race than what I had initially wanted, but it turned out to be what I really needed, I think, in that moment. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're already kind of talking about it, so let's go into the full. Yeah. Are, are we good with that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think the, the arrival and everything is probably about the same. I think it was pretty good. The yeah. transportation was all the same. The, the corrals, um, to Kevin's point, you know, you have to you we walked a lot to get to the, to get to the corrals, but I think overall, all that was the same. It's the actual experience of the race. The one major thing I think was different from the full from the half was it was longer. <laughs> There's almost twice as long. There's double, yeah, roughly. <laughs> but the the start for it, um, I think they were getting the start moving pretty quick. They knew it was going to get hot. 
Um, mm-hmm. They actually started prior to five. The races mm-hmm. kicked off for your yeah. or your elites and everything went before five. And <clears throat> we figured that from where we were in our S3 to the end of S6 for the balloon ladies, we'd have about 45 minutes, 50 minutes that we'd have a head start on there. I think they actually started like 27 minutes after us. So they were just pumping through those corrals fairly quickly because they knew the heat was kicking in. So yeah, I, and I, I, think, I think Disney did a great job of that, right? Of, of recognizing the weather and adapting to it and getting us out on the course quicker. Um, I think that was something that they really did right during that race. Cause at the end of that race, I mean, it was, it was hot. It was, it was, it was rough those last few miles. Yep. Was it a dry heat? No, it was, it was, <laughs> not, a dry it was not a dry. It was definitely a wet heat. <laughs> All right, so I didn't run the full with you guys. I mean, I can attest that it was hot because I was waiting at the finish line for you, and I, I kind of tried to, you know, navigate as a spectator for that one to see you guys on course, and it was hot. But walk me through, like, what were the standout moments of the full marathon? All right, I got one. Okay, right. so I didn't mention this in the half, and uh, I've mentioned it in the 5K and 10K, but uh, one of the biggest things that I spent probably more time, and I think we all did as a group, uh, looking for restrooms and trying to find yeah. um, <laughs> Restroom management is kind of a key. Um, with As I mentioned in the 5K, um, if you're going to run with a group, make sure you exchange your numbers, make sure you know where everybody's at. So. If you get in a porta potty, then Carly can give you a call and, and see how you're doing. So in the in the 10K, you know, we had probably two miles before we could find a porta potty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go find a place in the woods. Um, I will say, pro tip on that is make sure that um, you're not going uphill. Um, <laughs> and that you look out for gators and snakes. So. And don't be the slowest one in your group because if you see the gator or snake, you just got to be faster than a person that's That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> we yeah, just right. talked about all this love that we have for one another, and now you're like, throw him to the gators. <laughs> all right, Jeff, I'll go get help. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the fool, though. I mean, there was quite a stretch in the fool that there wasn't a pit stop either early on. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I said, hey, guys, I'll catch up. And that finally got to a point where I had to find the tree line. And you guys go, we'll just follow you instead. And I looked over, there's a string of yellow people, seven of us deep that are finding the, using the tree line. The tree line. Yeah. yeah. Using nature's porta potty. I will give Disney some props with the aid stations. I think they had maybe even more this time than previous. Um, it, was, it was great. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of aid stations, a lot of, you know, ibuprofen. Um, Ben Gay, stuff like that. They had the gloves, they had the Tylenol, a lot of uh, a lot of people there volunteering. I think the volunteers were fantastic. I mean, they were. Um, did you have any of the popsicles, Lonnie? I tried the popsicle at the one each station, it tasted horrible. It's awful. Yeah. You didn't see the thing that said not for consumption? No, no, it's just a really bad popsicle. The yeah, the viral freeze. He, I told him rub it in his eyes. It'll help him. <laughs> hey, after coming out of Animal Kingdom, I mean, anything, you're, you'll take whatever they hand you. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you care. He's like, this is giving yeah, it to me. What is it? Yeah. 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 What were some work. of the things on the race? I know water and Powerade. I know mm-hmm. Chad has mentioned before the Milky Ways. Mm-hmm. Milky Ways. Yeah. And yeah. The yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a fan of Milky Ways. That to me wasn't a highlight. Um, my highlight was we're almost done. Um, I don't know caramel and all that nougat before you know after you know, <laughs> no. Remember, Kevin used to give like the solid Dove chocolate, uh, but this time it was that. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know why. I didn't eat a sandwich today to put it in my hand, so I was starving. <laughs> I've never eaten so many bananas in my life. I know. Yeah. I did yeah. eat a lot of bananas. I did eat a lot of bananas. And that, I think, really helped, though, because that's it something it gives you some good energy. It gives you a little bit of sugar. What, the milk? Yeah, no, no, the bananas. Oh, okay. Coming into Animal Kingdom and then coming out of Animal Kingdom. So it was oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think one of the things with the race was how well we stuck together. I mean, we mentioned how many times we we were a well-hydrated group um, <laughs> to start that race. But we Literally we every bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, if, if one guy had to stop, everybody either used that, that stop as well or waited for um, the folks to get out and then we stuck together and kept going. So I think that was one thing awesome about our group, just 
I mean, you know, seven hours of, of staying together um, and, and supporting each other. So that was really, I think, impressive of, of how well we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. I agree, John. So, yeah, I, I think I it, used the restroom, but I, I just stopped because you guys stopped. So, yeah, no, I think that was one of the big things was, you know, and, and obviously we all uh, were a bunch of middle aged folks out there with injuries. So biofreeze and tape is really what held us together. Um, so we definitely took advantage of all those aid stations as well. Yeah. Yeah, and keep track of how many uh, Tylenol you take too, because that's that can get kind of kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're when you're dehydrated. So yeah. How many dishes were there? <laughs> yeah. Hearing you know with Jeff being with us and being able to connect with Carly, I think that was great. Being able to to kind of know where she was on the course and then seeing her, it really was a, a really good boost. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever, because there were some miles where it was really tough, and whenever we saw her, you know, and, and other some other of our friends, it really helped us get through that some tough areas where, mm-hmm. when the sun comes up, it gets hot and definitely stinky by the uh, water treatment plant. But you know, having having something to look forward to, uh, keeping your head down and just enjoying each other, that just that just really helps. And yeah. Ben Lappin's not on this uh, this podcast today, but. Um, man, I was going through some cramping at some point and, um, mm-hmm. I know you had the, you had salt. I actually don't generally incorporate, I'm, I'm dumb, but electrolytes or salt into my, you know, into my, my hydration. And I was trying to do that. I got some salt tablets and I was trying to, to do that because I'd cramped so much during, um, training and, uh, Ben Lappin had some, I think it was Ben. I mean, I, I was delirious at the time. Mustard, Not mustard right. packets. Yeah. It was Ben. Yeah, it was Ben. Yeah, it was ben. handed me a couple mustard packets, and actually, somebody at the gym had told me, you know, that that was, uh, you know, something that they they done in the middle of the night when they got a cramp, they'd go to the fridge and squeeze, you know, mustard in their mouth. I tried it; didn't work. For, it was terrible, and it didn't work for me. But it worked on the course, you know, that day. Yeah. I, I think one of the things too, you mentioned like Ben having the mustard, right? I think that was something mm-hmm. that was really good throughout the race. Was whenever one of us was having an issue the others could help support them, yep, right? Either, right? Whether it's encouraging words or slowing down or speeding up or whatever mm-hmm. it was, we were able to adjust the group to make sure everybody kept moving forward, yeah. which yeah. I thought was really, really awesome. Yeah, I know my experience for the full was <clears throat> a little different probably than some of you guys have done it before. Through the half, I knew I was okay. I knew I'm trained up. I can get through the first three races the mornings and the time when my feet affected me a lot more than I thought it would just throughout the course of the whole week heading into this. And by the time I got to Sunday morning, I was pretty sure that I wasn't going to finish these. And I know going through heading into animal kingdom, I seen all these people coming out and I was like, okay, as long as I'm coming out of animal kingdom and I see people still going in, I'm fine. I know that's a big enough loop that I'm okay. And we came out, animal kingdom i was kind of might have been a little delirious it's kind of a yeah oh yeah that was a rough patch <laughs> for me there for a while oh but it was hot it was hot it was really hot see i don't even know y'all keep mentioning animal kingdom it's it's such a blur i mean i guess i was that delirious that i don't even know what y'all are talking about right it's, the only thing where it started going into animal kingdom at that point though was the people in the trucks picking up all the road cones yeah and it was just oh and there's, and there's a bus sitting right at the corner. It's like, yeah, you know, I that bus has yeah. water, that bus has air conditioning, and I can sit down. But, yeah. And then that's where the group pulls you through. So Ben doubled back, and he said, all right, let's keep going. And, you know, just kind of the group keeps moving. But that was the rough patch for me with that. I mean, John, I know you had rough patch with your legs at some point. Kevin looked like yeah. he was flawless. I'm not sure. Him and Chad and Ben. <laughs> Look like no pain at all at any point in the race. Yeah. I know Gene had some cramping issues. Lonnie had some knee issues. So at some point in the race, we all struggled. Yeah. But the group kept moving forward. Mm-hmm. It helps to have somebody else to focus on. For sure. Right. Yeah. And focus on each other. It takes it all away. Yeah. But yeah. you know what, Jeff? I think that's a good learning too because coming from the half. You know, we had uh, Gene and I had reservations. I think we went to Steakhouse 71. We also had Magic Kingdom um, Park Pass reservations. And we decided to just cancel them and not go and just kind of relax, went back, watched the football game, uh, mm-hmm. kind of got off, got off our feet a little bit. Uh, you know, th- what makes Disney races uh, unique is the park experience. 
right? And you kind of get sucked in. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I have so much invested. I got to do everything, right? Uh, we got to go into this. We got to do this. We got to do that. And 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 the running on tired legs is what gets you. Uh, yeah. So that's a good training thing as well. So if you if you're training for it, and and Jeff Galloway has a great plan uh, mm-hmm. that I the one I use a lot, and a lot of lizards use as well. Or they got even the the, the Higdon plan. Uh, you have to incorporate being on your feet more throughout the day. Like after you do your training run early in the morning, just stay on your feet, right? Because yep. you got to get used to that uh, yep. to put those extra steps in. Because you're gonna have the park there. You're gonna have reservations there. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want to go here and meet friends from, and and that's gonna that's gonna put some some miles on your feet. Absolutely. So I'll add one more thing to that. The total miles on my feet. I added that up too. Being an engineer <laughs> that I am. So for five days, including including 5K, 10K, half full, and the uh, um, the expo, I hit 95 miles on my feet. Yep, in five days. I believe it. You don't really understand how many miles you're on your feet. It's really hard to train for that. So mm-hmm. um, you have to keep that in mind whenever you're you're uh, you know after a race, making sure you get some time off your feet and. Um, do the ice bath. I, I swear by the ice bath. It's so nice. I mean, it helps so much to uh, recover. So, I, I'll tell you, man. Y'all meant y'all talking about being on your feet. My feet. I don't know if they've ever hurt this bad in my life. They swole yeah. up. My my shoes weren't fitting right. I didn't. What even thinking about? Couldn't figure out why my shoes felt the way they did. You know, yeah. by the by the marathon. And and while we were running, for the most part, till the marathon. It wasn't until like I crossed the finish line and then all of a sudden my feet were just killing me. And then, you know, I got a running partner that, man, he's like, well, we got to get to this restaurant. We got to go here. We got to do this. I'm like, come on, bro. I got to put my feet up, man. Um, no, you can't put your feet up, man. And uh, that was just something that I don't remember it being like this before. And I'm a couple years older. It's been mentioned that, you know, I'm, I'm of a certain age. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, I, I might plan, you know, if and when this happens for me again, I might plan a little less time on my feet. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely need John's perspective yeah. a little bit more because this was your first marathon. Mm-hmm. It was. And so, so, you know, the, I mentioned earlier I had an injury in December, right? So I had COVID at the end of November. It delayed my training a bit. And then I ended up with an IT band injury as well. And I mean, even the night before I was leaving for the airport, I was, you know, walking around my house almost in tears. It hurt so bad. Um, and I, I know Jeff and Carly, I texted you guys on Friday morning around 3.30 in the morning because I knew you were already in the corrals. So I texted you guys. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm still undecided if I'm getting on the plane or not. And then I all of a sudden get a video message from like Lonnie and Gene, and I had never even met you guys. And you're like, you know what? If you get down here, we're going to get you across the finish line. That's right. And and you guys did. And it was just amazing, you know, getting down there and going through this. I mean, I, I didn't know if I was going to finish the race getting even to the start line, right? But I wasn't going to waste the last year of training and not try. Um, going through it i think there was one point that if i wasn't with you guys i would have quit for sure and that was coming out of animal kingdom i I just wouldn't have been able to do it without this group um and then you know we get to hollywood studios and that's where i knew i was going to be a marathoner right and like it was hard to hold it together from Mm -hmm. that point along the walkway along the river all the way to to epcot and then once we got to epcot right it was just it, it was so awesome running through there with the park open and just so many people and everybody's yelling out for you and we saw lizards and then we get to um around to mexico and there's margaritas waiting for us and, and I, honestly like i can't even explain how beautiful and awesome that was oh, those was margaritas awesome. yeah and guys you know, thank that you last so mile. much to holly and, holly and because yes. they were coordinating all of that for us so thank you thank you it, it was amazing so awesome Yes. And to finish the rest of that race, I mean, we didn't do a whole lot of running that last half mile or so, but to hold a margarita and get through there and then, God, just coming in the finishing shoot with, with you guys. And, and we did the flying V and I, I think the pictures are just amazing. And I texted my wife right after I'm like, I haven't seen my finisher picture yet, but I'm a hundred percent sure I'm hugging someone spilling margarita on, on somebody <laughs> and just crying because that's, you know, as soon as we cross the finish line, I think I just started 
you know, hugging everybody and, and crying and I'm yeah with drinks and everything. I, it was, I, it was one of the best moments of my life. I mean, I never thought I would be able to do that. And then to have you guys kind of pull me through 26.2 miles of just pure awesomeness. It was, it was a great experience. I was, I was so happy to be at the finish line because originally I had planned to be with Holly and Carrie in Epcot. And then I thought, I want to watch you guys go across the finish line together. Like it, yes, seeing you in Epcot would have been great, but seeing that last moment, I know Jeff always struggles after cause he wants to sit down and that's like the worst idea ever. So I, I knew I wanted to be there and watching you guys come in in the flying V and then I mean, there's from crossing the finish line, they walk you through what seems like this forever long path. You get your medal and then you get your ears and then you get the rest of your, you know, goofy and dopey medals and all that. And then food and everything else. But the entire time you guys are just like talking to each other and there was still excitement all the way through all of that. And it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, once you cross that finish line, just the relief and the excitement and everything else. And then, like you said, you go, you get your ears, you get your medal. You know, we start going and, and taking our finisher pictures and stuff. That was cool. and I love it, that. it was the best. And, and mm -hmm. the fact that we all were able to get a finisher picture together. That was um, awesome. It, it, yeah, it was great. That I means like so much more to me than the single one. Absolutely. Yep. So as we start to wind down the marathon recap here it's an emotional experience not it, just it's not just a marathon but you finish a marathon that day the rest of us did dopey over the last three days what are some of your lasting emotional things that you can take away from this so i mean we talked at length about the struggles and the issues and everything we had on course the training that sucked why don't you go kevin so mine was when i crossed the finish line with john that was like the, the highlight of my entire week to, to see the look in, in your face, John, and, and, and to remember what it was like the first time I crossed the finish line for the marathon. I mean, it was just, it meant the world to me to see that and to help you guys through that. And then the same thing with, uh, with Chad, I mean, Chad, that was his first one too. I mean, there's just no, nothing that can, that can replace that. I mean, um, it's, this was my third dopey, my fourth marathon. This was my favorite marathon. I mean, by far running with you guys, I mean, just being there and, and why, and being there with someone that, you know, can do it and then you push them through it. And then you see the excitement in their face. It's just priceless, priceless. That was the highlight for me. Like you, Kevin, this, this was my third dopey. Um, my first one, I, you know, I ran with Gene um and with our friend who's a lizard um i need to get permission to use her name so we can say who she is but uh my, my second dopey i kind of i ran it by myself you know it's it's um i ran by myself up to mile 17 they go 17 or 18 and chris lively and and alex and and mm -hmm. ray and everybody ran up on me at mile 17 without when i was at my lowest right this one it was Literally, like the the, 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 wall. the surface of the sun. You know, people talk about a, a wall at a marathon. I've never experienced the wall, uh, but at mile 17, I remember Gene texted because uh, he was supposed to come, but he had a, uh, he couldn't come, and he texted me and asked me, you know, how I was doing. And I was like, dude, it's just it's it's brutal. I said it is just that bad. And then right when I thought I couldn't make it anymore, Chris ran up on me. And that group with, with Alex and everybody and, 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 and we, you know, just like, you know, hey, we're going we're gonna to finish this together, right? And it got me through. Um, and so for this one, it was, it was just, it was real special. Number one, I, I, had my, I had Gene with me, had you guys with me, meeting John, Jeff, you know, Kevin, Chad. I mean, you know, Ben, um, we stayed together the whole time, right? And, and it's funny, the highlight for me was in the marathon, I never had a chance to really think Chris Lively. And when we were running, we were just so happy. Remember, we kept coming back and forth, like crossing different lizard groups. And we crossed one with Chris. And I had opportunity to say, Chris, man, I, I never really officially thanked you for helping me get through 2020. Uh, I said, man, if, if it wasn't for you guys, I probably wouldn't have, wasn't for you, wasn't for Alex, 
wasn't you know wasn't for Elaine all of them if I probably wouldn't have made it and he says man you don't have to thank me that's what we do I mean literally that's what we, and it was just I was like you, you know you're right but I still got to thank you for it and uh, and then we you know kind of shook hands and he kept running and we kept passing back and forth and uh, and that's what it's about I think that is the is the times when you got the chance to reflect um, on the other runs um, that you've done. Uh, and then kind of, ref you know, and, and as you're going through this, right, the different stages of the marathon, so to say, uh, which made this one so special. So much so that, you know, after it was even over, you, you know, you're like, you know what, I got to I gotta stay in touch with these people. They are special. Definitely. Right? Uh, so that's what it's about. And, and I think from my, my standpoint, yeah, I kind of walked through some of the emotions I felt towards the end there. But I, I went into this race saying this training was grueling. I'm never doing this again. Right. I just one and done. I want to be able to be, say I'm a marathoner and, and not do it again. I think before this race was even over, I was thinking of ways I'm going to convince my wife to let me come down <laughs> again in a year or two. And that that I think is is a testament to just this group and how fun it was. Like, you know, I definitely want to do this again, but I don't want to do it anywhere other than Disney because right. it was such an amazing experience. If I go out by myself and try to run a marathon, I, I'm not going to get any joy out of that. I'm not going to have fun. It's going to be terrible, and I'm going to hate myself the whole time for agreeing to sign up to it. But the Disney race is so much more than that, um, and just so much more community. And even even through the training, I mean, we you know we have the the group that we've talked about a lot, the lizards that was there to support each other. And when you have a crappy training run, and you go out there and say, you know what, guys, it just really stunk today, and I don't know that I can do this. You have 20 people that are going to text you, call you, whatever, and say, you know what, you can do this. You're doing great. You're on track. Just keep going. Um, and I think that's a big part of it as well is finding that community that's going to support you. So I think that's where I'm at emotionally is I, I need to do this again. Yay. Let, let us know when we can make sure Jeans uh, has it on his calendar because he, he will stand you up in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jean. Tell, tell us what you think. So I will make this uh, brief and concise. Um, you like that, Lonnie? Any, any other thesaurus words? No, no, no. Um, yeah, for, for me, for really anything, my work, anything I do, it's, it's about people. And, and that's, that's what I take away from this. It's the, the connections that I made to be able to do this again with Lonnie. Lonnie's man. He is like a brother to me. I, I, there's nobody. I love that dude. There's nobody better. And to be able to do this with him, awesome experience, but then to be able to meet all you and, have these relationships and be able to move forward. But this podcast is amazing. Do you know how, how awesome this is? This is something I've wanted to do for forever. And I'm the, I'm like, y'all are all experts in different areas of Disney and I'm, I don't know anything and I'm just happy to be a part of it. And so um, just so many great things have come from this, you know, accomplishing it. You know um, I was like everybody else. I was under trained injuries, COVID. Like I was able to like leave my house the day I left to go to Disney, you know, um, and so like, like all of you dealing with all these things and you put all those things together, it's just such a great experience to be able to do this, do it again, was kind of worried that I wasn't going to be able to. And, and, and here we are. Yes. How about you? I know just heading down into this weekend, the whole four days or five days of this, we didn't know what really expect. Um, we knew from her standpoint of whether or not what races she could run she always said that she didn't want to hold me back with things and my whole time was i don't care how we do it's the experience i want to do it together mm -hmm. and i know we didn't get the whole experience together but we got a lot more than we thought we could and i figured it's just be the two of us on course i really thought yeah we'd go down we'd meet the other group we knew some people a little bit from there but not a whole lot of people very well so we just kind of be on our own doing things I don't think we were on our own hardly at all. Um, after meeting up at the 5K Corrals, everything just kind of went. And, and when we were on our own, I was like, I wonder where everybody else is. Can we find them? Where are they? <laughs> so it, it just kind of worked out and just pulling me through. I mean, like I said before, I would definitely would have tapped out several times in the full marathon. And it, it, I can see me doing it again. I don't know when, but I'm sure that at some point we'll be down there doing this again, but I wouldn't have done it without a group of guys. With it, so. I know for me, it was 
yay, I finished the five, the 10 and a half. And that was something fun, but it was more about the connections. And it was, I was so proud when all of you crossed the finish line. Like I, I know Jeff wasn't very confident going in and it was, it was, I think the best part of my entire race weekend was saying, I'm not doing the marathon. I'll start it. But then I went and I spectated and that was the most fun I had. I mean, I was all by myself trying to figure out how to navigate Disney with, you know, weird closures and what parks I could get into or couldn't with reservation system, but going and being like, those are my guys. And I'm screaming and all these people are looking around like, how many people are you married to, woman? Like, <laughs> I love those guys. Those are my people. Um, but it it was a blast. And watching you guys cross the finish line, I was so proud and excited for all of you. You trained so hard and, you know, had already come so many miles, either traveling or running or both. So it was, that was the highlight. That was my highlight. All right, we cannot finish a podcast without quacking up with the ducks segment. So I hope all of you have your jokes ready to go. I actually, I know I'm not a dad joke girl, but I do have the joke that I always pick on my students with ready to go. So are you ready for it? All right, what do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. (laughs) <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> Kevin you going first alright um, I hated facial hair but then it grew on me <laughs> John you're up alright what language do oranges speak I don't know Mandarin <laughs> it's that appropriate because the Olympics start that one was funny. All right, Lonnie, what you got? How do you make a Kleenex, a Kleenex dance? I don't know. You put a little boogie in it. Uh-uh. I saw John and Kevin both like ready to jump on that. They were- oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> that's that's a favorite around our house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We love that's a great one. All right, Jeff. So the, the other day, we were cleaning the house, and Carly goes, did you see the dog bowl? I was like, I didn't know he could do it. <laughs> nice. Gene? Yeah, you know, I told you all I was doing some student stuff um, this weekend. We just had an event, and uh, I just I noticed that all the girls were in, all the teenage girls were in, like, these odd-numbered groups. And I, I, I was just wondering, why, why is that? And then it occurred to me, they can't even. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, we know our jokes haven't improved since last time, so we'll keep up on that. Who wants to end our show for us this time? I can wrap us out. All right. Um, For everybody who's made it through this far, thank you. You are saints. Um, (laughs) We had some technical difficulties and things, a little bit of in and outs, and we lost Chad here a while ago, but... On behalf of me and Carly and Kevin, Lonnie, Gene, Chad, and John, we appreciate the support that you've given us as we start to find our way through this and continue to try to provide you entertaining content. Um, If you could just take a minute and subscribe to our YouTube channel, as well as follow us on your podcatcher of choice, leave us reviews. Um, We appreciate those and we do read them all. Follow our Facebook page, which is Disney with the Ducks, as well as our Instagram of at Disney with the Ducks. So, and think- do you have the Tinder set up yet, Lonnie? Uh, not yet. I tried to set the Tinder up, but my wife gave me a salty look. <laughs> so I decided not to, but uh, you know, it's I'm gonna sneak and do it for next. Work in progress. All right. Is, Ke- is Kevin gonna start the TikTok? I don't even know what that is. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry, dating with the ducks will be active next week. Nice. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. See you guys. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody.
Stop. Okay. Lonnie, move a little bit. <laughs> All right. Gene, I, oh, I think I froze you now. No, no, no that was just no. <laughs> So do you guys have some highlights, the things that just kind of stood out for you guys and like these major things that happened in the race that makes it more memorable for you? No. <laughs> no I, I don't want to. I was looking at chat to go, but he's You know, I, my, I had a. Um, is anybody else thinking this? But I, I'm as I look at Chad, I, is is he really there? I, it's kind of a, it feels like kind of a weekend at Bernie's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cut out. He's like, I don't I know. want to hurt I can't see if he blinked, but if, if you're all right, Chad, if you're if you're not all right, know, twice. <laughs> Chad, your safe word is pickle. <laughs> Let us know. We'll come get you, man. <laughs> hey. You on mute, Gene. Mute. He's not muted. Let's not, see. Yeah, I can hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it gave him the butterflies. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Woots. All right. Oh. Gene. Gene actually went out of here. He's done with the Gene actually was like, I said bye. <laughs>